Good afternoon. Welcome to the Flat Racing Guru uh, Horse Racing Betting Advice. Um, I'm part of the uh, Citizens uh, Media, the Citizens Radio, the Citizens um, Horse Racing Media, um, you know, just like YouTube and um, you've got all these um, independent uh, news channels on YouTube popping up and and in also we have it in the racing media um, uh, so we we do it you know independently from the normal media you know who I think have got a bit of an agenda to keep the to keep it um, you know sort of keep the funds coming in so, um, and that's what supports them with the advertising and you know the the stuff like this i mean you know they give you winners all the, every day there wouldn't be no layers and no bookies would they so they have to keep the money coming in and we are the opposite of that we fight for the people obviously there's some decent ones but you pay per view sort of channels that those are the ones um i mean i wouldn't the, the the mainstream media I wouldn't pay any attention to the to that anyway. Uh, they're not there to give you put money in your pockets. It's always been the same. So this is how um, people who don't know anything about horse racing or they want to have a bet, try and make some money. I'm here to try and help them. Right, if you're a punter and you already know it, you know I'm not going to. Um, do anything for those sort of people because you know a lot of punters these days they, they they're very wise clued up and everything um they know a lot so mainly we're for the uh new new newbies into racing and you know they're not don't know how the ins and outs of the pedigrees and the handicap ratings and stuff like this and i will do something i'm going to do something i'm going to do a module very soon um on handicapping so and that everybody can take part because all of the your your books what you need to look after i'll direct you and all you need is a computer so you can go to the a place where i'll direct you to go and you just follow um the directions of what i say and you can follow it from your computer you know and open up your um sort of reference book and also um i'll be doing a podcast of or for Saturday's Derby and everything else later on. But first of all, we we'll get on to the day. It's going to be quite a long, um, quite a long podcast. So if you ha if you are not one for um, if you're not one for um, concentration, um, try and skip along till I come. You know, to the tips. You know, sort of thing. Just press forward. Right. First of all, I'll give you a couple of uh, the two o five um. In Val, South Africa, I'll do these two because I do think this one has got a decent chance. In the 205 at Val is Aura, Au revoir, Au revoir. Um, and that's number 8, Au revoir. And I think Blonde Vision is probably the danger. Over a 1,000 metres, that's 5 furlongs. Um, uh, and the tri-cast there, 879. And I do think in the 245, I do think I'll deal cut. Uh, number one has got a decent chance, but there's another one there. Um, further down, I think it's got a it's pretty decent price. Our biscuit, um, 
so I'd go for in the 245 our biscuit an ideal cut sort of split steaks them too and obviously we do a tri cast on bet 365 a tri diamond rubies that one could surprise at a big price uh mozzy yenny's riding that one uh he's just come back from injury so he might not be fully you know fully 100 percent uh so I was looking at that one he's been riding it a few times but it's a decent price and he always pops up with one of those big price ones uh muzzy does brilliant uh jockey in south africa and he's leading in the title race and i think he will win the title race if that injury is not affecting his riding so right today i'm going to go through yarmouth uh weatherby uh, i'm not sure about lingfield it's a very average card uh, and I don't think I'll do cover. I'll I'll cover um this meetings tonight at um Fairy House and Carlisle. Um, I I don't I don't really fancy anything in those meetings apart from one race. Um, um there's a newcomer of uh, Dermot Wells. Um, in one of the later races a newcomer uh it is four to six favorite i, I can't remember its name but i've got it written down somewhere um let me see if i've got it written down no i haven't got it written down but i might catch up with it a bit later on but first of all we'll get straight into this but i will give you the a double of the two i've got two two-year-old debutants running and i'll give you those two first maybe you can put them in a double or two singles Right, the first um, two-year-old debutant is running at Yarmouth um, in the 250. And that is Bokakio, um, Charlie Appleby. It was around 6-4 um, yes, last night. Um, and I think that will beat Herman Hess. Um, Herman Hess, um, he was a um, German uh, painter or poet, something like that. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, I think he was a sort of... Yeah, a German poet or painter or something like that, Herman Hess. So it's not like something, if you think that name rings bell with something in the, you know, the army in the World War Two. I think it's not, he's, he was an early German painter or poet or something like that. Well, he was an artist anyway. <clears throat> I remember seeing something about him in a, one of the museums where we visited, that's how I knew. Right, so anyway. Wait, the 250 at Yarmouth, Bokakio to win. And the other two-year-old debutant I have got in the 210 at Weatherby is Coastal Mist. And that, uh, the dam won first time out as well. So that's what, and there's been a bit of money for it. And um, uh, I heard it's quite a decent horse. So there's Coastal Mist in the 210 Weatherby. Um, and in the 250 Bokakio for um Godolphin Charlie that would be that's that's two two year olds uh, and that'll be 30 and 31 if they do win so I've got I'm up on 20 can you look at my chart I'm on 29 two year old debutant winners so I'm going for two today another two today so that could be, take me to 31 if they both win right we'll start off at your mouth um and we'll the the two twenty. I've just got the tip written down, John Clay. So I haven't written anything about the form <coughs> or explain its form. I'm not going to explain its form because it's going to take too long. 
if I sort of explain the form, it'll give you a bit more confidence, yes, but I haven't got the time. Right, so the 220 John Clay, 320, we've already discussed the 250. The 320, um, I like Park Nasilla and Dinah Washington in that, in that, that race, it's um, your mouth. Park Nasilla. Um, yes, yeah, for 320. Park Nasilla, that's number six. Uh, Henry Spiller. Um, it's, a, it's a class six handicap, so it's quite low down. And Dinah Washington, um, Haley Turner, Michael Bell, that's number five. I like them too, but as far as betting, I wouldn't be putting money on that race. Right, the 350. Um, I had hard toffee. Um, obviously that couldn't she is um, making a quick reappearance couldn't could couldn't could she that's number six is making a quick reappearance obviously that'll be all the rage uh, but I do like this hard toffee uh, Callum Shepherd uh, for Miss Allen I do like that one um, so I think hard toffee could be the one there today um, if not obviously the the quick turnaround couldn't could she probably will get it but i do like hard toffee um i think he's done well over this track as well and that's what pointed me towards him the 420 right i've got down velorium charlie appleby um and he's four to six um and i had orderia number 10 for james fanshaw uh to come second to him and then i've got the 450 at your mouth uh, my last your mouth tip um i've got down here catch my breath yes that's at the bottom catch my breath uh laura pearson now i remember because i i marked these down the handicap last night so i worked it out and um, that catch my breath was quite well in you know in the handicap and if this laura pearson's any good um to put the horse into um first position on the handicap um what's leaving love your work adam west he's he's probably on it um i've got him on 90 uh but i've got this catch my breath right at the bottom on 86 and then if you add the seven pound claimer on that's 93 um sometimes these claimers they're not you know they don't get they're not worth the full seven pounds so that's the only thing i was um wary of and obviously this dragon son um for richard hannon he won the last two times and he did look quite decent last time out um as did love your work but john ryan you know he does his horses do act well on this track that's what you know sort of steered and it's quite a decent price i thought you know a sporting bet on this catch my breath because i do like this trainer um his horses do go well on this track um you know but you know it's not a serious betting race um and love your work and dragon sun will probably be the one too if um, mine doesn't do what i think it might do um, and, and this is only its third run, this Catch My Breath. So um, it's obviously unexposed, um, you know, and it's quite a good run last time out. I mean, the, the price is probably reflects its chance, but I think it could step up a bit. Um, 
But if not, if you don't like that, you, I would consider Dragon Sun or Love Your Work as the one too. But I'm going to go for a sporting bet with this Catch My Breath. And uh, hope Laura Pearson gets a winner because she's an apprentice. And I do like these apprentices getting on and um, getting noticed. Right, the 520 um, High Ho Silver. Um, Chris Wall, his horses have been starting to come to form. Um, and I think this High Ho Silver will win this race. And I also think this spin art. Mrs. Pam Sly will um, do well also. And obviously that John uh, Clay is another Pam Sly runner. Well, I did back Pam Sly's horse um, the other day. He just got beat. Then I backed Pam Sly's horse yesterday and it won. Uh, so I think the stable is in form. Uh, um, I'm not sure about this track for Mrs. Pam Sly because uh, she does like to go in the Midland sort of area. Uh, those are her tracks. Um so that was my only worry about this john clare but let's give it a chance uh because i do think coastline uh for T mr tate is a decent horse um and also strawberry jack has got a chance under you know james doyle's riding strawberry jack I and mean, he has been the perennial uh bridesmaid and third in his races um so he looks a bit one paced and it is always worth taking him on. But it's going to pop up one of these days, isn't he, uh, Strawberry Jack? So let's hope it's not the day when I've tipped John Clay. Right, now we'll move on to Weatherby. So in Weatherby, in the 210, it's obviously I've told you about this Coastal Miss, uh, Quinny. Uh, the 240, actually the 240 race, um... There is um, quite a um, strong favourite in this Mockermouth, Sir Michael Stout. Um, but I don't see, you know, he is in form, Sir Michael Stout. He's in sparkling form, so I am taking a bit of a chance with this one. Um, obviously, the non-runner is Rangal Island, so it leaves only four runners, and it's not really a betting race, is it? After that, you can't get the second, um, you know, cover bet. But I will take a chance with this, is it? Um, Graham Lee. I do think um, Huey Morrison's got two decent chances here today, you know. Um, and I'm going to take a chance with this, is it? And to beat Poetic Era. Because I do think this Poetic Era could um, improve on its last run. But obviously, is it? if it, is it does win it, obviously it's going to probably be Mock a Mile for second. But... I'm just going to take a chance with this poetic era and leave this Mockermile to come third because I think he disappointed them last time out and they might not be as good as they think. And obviously, is it and Poet Era get the £5 sex allowance, uh, two fillies, um, and it is going to be a warm day, so the fillies will sort of, um, you know, hopefully come in their coats um and run well but then they get the five pounds which is i don't think is really they should be getting but that's another thing you've got to take the advantage while it's there right the 310 so i thought maudlin may is a quick turnaround from eight days ago i mean maudlin may won it at um a i don't think she's ever backed a um race up uh and won again i think she has got a decent chance again even with the penalty 
but I'm going to take um this um what is it I've got down railport dolly yes um Baron's horse now he was behind um the first dance tape uh, but he uh, re he did lead um and was up there all the way at Doncaster um Rayport Dolly and just tired late on and that was his first run uh, as was first dance um but I think on this sort of bit more nippier track um whether it be than Doncaster you know so I think this Railport Dolly will last a bit longer up front and could steal it and I do like this Liam Canary. Uh, I think he's going unnoticed a lot of the time, this Liam Canary, and he's winning a lot of races. Um, and he, I think he's a very nice, very good jockey, and he's going unnoticed. So, um, And so, obviously, you're getting a decent price for him. I think he'll get a double today, that Liam Canary. And this is a real port dolly. It's about 10 to 1. Um, and I do think the second could be um this model in may i think she'll um run a good race as well from the front probably but i think this rail port dolly could just sit in behind you know and uh obviously after the first run there's a 12 day turnaround should just be enough you know for the four-year-old uh was a two-year-old i wouldn't be so keen but it's a four-year-old um uh they can take it a lot easier they can turn around you know a lot quicker so i think this rail port dolly's got a, an excellent chance of winning and it's around 10 to 1 um, and that's my tip right in the 340 at weatherby um what have i got quick sand is it quick sand no that's 410 340 is make me yes that's easterby horse right on the bottom make me um that's drawn in one um and i've got the make me to beat club wexford um in a forecast i think um makazai the number one uh david o'meara and mazzy yoon number three hugo palmer dylan hogan taking five off um they could uh, be fighting out for the win as well and they might just get the third and fourth in my estimation but you can't rule them out from the win but i do think make me could be the one here uh to be club wexford and if you're doing the exotics i would put add number three and one so that's number nine seven three and one in the exotics right the 410 at weatherby quicksand now i have gone for quicksand ahead of this mcawee now this mcawee done well at um york um, and a lot of O'Meara's horses do run a lot better at York and Doncaster than anywhere else. So, um, and this quicksand is related um, to a one mile six furlong all weather winner, um, Silver Link. So, um, I did like the run last time out. It's got top weight um, quicksand. Uh, it's a four year old. So, um, in this sort of race, I don't think it's that much of a setback. Um, I don't think there's many in with a chance. I think there's only McAwee. It's a one to two favourite McAwee, but I'm going to take him on with quicksand number one for Dane O'Neill. Now, I've got Dane O'Neill to get beat in that other race, and I've got Dane O'Neill to win here because I do think... Um, my thinking is if if they know that their horses, you know, for their retainer, 
is not as prepped as they think they'll probably phone around and see what's what what's got the best chance at, at that meeting that they're at so you know they're not going to that meeting and not getting coming away with a winner sort of thing so that's my thinking there um it might be totally opposite but that was my thinking because i didn't fancy the the stouty horse um the favorite but then again it probably wouldn't saying i i don't fancy it because stout is in form but that was my thinking on that quicksand plus i think it's related to a, um two stairs over a mile and a half but it is um it's got a very close relative quick silver link uh trained by marcus trigoning i think um who won over wolverhampton's one mile six um so i think this quicksand will relish this trip right and the 440 i've got down max blessings now what number is that that is number six, Steph Canary and Liam Canary, and that's his double I was thinking about. Um, so that was the two winners I thought Liam Canary could get today was Max Blessings. And I think the danger to Max Be Blessings is this Fortado horse Hector's here, which I think is probably the favourite. But I do think this uh, Max Blessings, he's won a race before, so he knows how to win. And... Um, geography teachers making a quick turnaround if it's still running today and that's obviously going to be in with a tri-cast chance but I do think this Max Blessings could be a decent horse in this class 6 handicap over a mile um, and he's drawn in the 6 box I think that's a very decent draw for this sort of track right in the 510 um, I I've just gone straight for a number Number two, Antico Lady, um, Brian Ellison, Bellison I call him, the Geordie trainer who trains in North Yorkshire um, from Newcastle area, the same place as me, so I see him a lot at Newcastle races. Well, his his wife Claire obviously goes there a lot um, and she's um, very friendly with the, um, the hierarchy at Newcastle. You always see them talking together. So anyway... Um, Antico Lady was my one, and the and I think this Melgate Major for Mick Easterby, Mick Easterby Weatherby, his home patch, um, that could be the one also. So I would sort of split stake between Antico Lady and Melgate Major. That's number two and three in the Weatherby. Right. So tonight we've got Sandown. Um. In the six, in the sorry, the five fifty-five. Right, there's two two-year-olds. Um, I think could be one and one. I think Sneaky's on the rail, and that's going to give him an advantage. But I don't think Sneaky's bred for this trip. Really, he's bred for a bit further. So I thought multiple by eight and OC Cylon. Was it OC Cylon? Um, Sissy. It's C E C E Cylon by Ralph Beckett I thought that had a decent pedigree um, for a debut chance and I also sought multiple by eight uh, Tom Daskins. Um the, it's not that precocious but it, um, there is a lot of class there um, and I thought that but you know it's drawn six six and seven draw you know if you get don't start well in that them draws you, you basically if you're not if you unless you're really good you're finished at this track and um, the low draw is good and i think that sneaky's going to get the advantage you know 
but I don't think he's got the speed. He might not have the speed at the end of this race. He might try and steal it early and hang on. That's what I was thinking because, you know, he's not really bred for to be precocious, this sneaky. But he has had a run and he could get away with it. Um, so I've got them three as a possible winners. Um, multiple of eight, which is um, drawn in the six. That's probably going to be a disadvantage. Um, CC Cylon, drawn in three, and that's going to be an advantage. And sneaky. So I've got those three and I don't know... It's a really difficult race, these Sandown Sprints, because the draw can make, make you win or lose. And that's the way you face them. Um, I don't think they're betting races, to be honest with you. The, those um, sprint races at Sandown, they're absolute nightmares. You miss a break or whatever and you're finished. Um, right, 6.30, Roland Ward. Now, I really like this horse. I think this horse could be really decent class. Um, so had four runs, um, brought along quietly. One last time out, I think he win again tonight. Right, so we spoke about, um, sorry, the door, um, the door opened there. The, the wind blew my studio door open. I had to close it. Um, right, we'll get on to the um, 6.30. I've spoke about Roland Ward, the 7.05. Um, 705 is a really difficult race. Um, Fox Lester, Renegade Mosca, Sparkle in His Eyes, um, Promise of Success. It's between those four, um, and even that Steve um, Millman's horse. I do like that Steve as well. Um, you know, depends which prep. Oh, and I also do like this hold still. I mean, I like all, I think all them horses I've mentioned here will win again this season. Um, even Renegade Moss, he's, he's had one last two times on the all well, I think it is, wasn't it? Uh, Fox Lester, Sparkle in His Eyes, Hold Still, uh, Steve, and Promise of Success. Honestly, I just just pick one and hope for the best if you're betting, because I wouldn't actually have a bet in a race like this. There's so many that will be prepped. I mean, it will be a good race to watch, because I think there'll be a couple of these prepped to win. So, you know, bet um, under. I would say bet under. Um, that would be the probably the, the wise thing to do is bet under. Um, one will go for home and the other one will challenge. Um, and it'll be sort of close in a photography type of race. So I would bet under. Definitely bet under in that race for the um, distances. Right. 7.35, um, I told you about the Fox Premier last time, Samin is a good horse, excellent, he's top rated as Samin for Oshin Murphy, um, pour me a drink, Clive Cox, that has a really good chance, Albert Finney, Jersey Wonder, Jamie Osborne, these are all pretty decent handicappers, um, trying to step up into listed, um, I think a few of them, few of them in this race will be stepping up into listed and possibly Group Three company by the mid-season. Uh, there's a lot here in with progression. Um, any one of them can win. It's another really difficult handicap. Um, you're better off just taking the value. I mean, I've already explained about one of two of them. These in here. Um, I'm not sure if I've got some of these on my hundred to follow. Um, I'll have to check it up. I haven't checked. Maybe you will look at the 100 to follow and have a look more than I know. 
because um, I'm too busy to do that at the moment. Right, the A10, what did I have? Um, it's another very difficult race. I thought tonight Sandown was the most difficult um, racing. Obviously, you just could get banging all the favourites or the second favourites. It's it's going to be one of those things. Uh, best horse and jockey is going to win on the day, I think. Um, and which one is it? We don't. They're all unexposed. Every one of these runners is unexposed tonight. That's the th beauty of it. Um, which one will win? Right, in the 810, I had Maiden Castle, Gold Stick, Pondus, Akatu. Um, that's what I had written down. So basically, it's all of those again. Uh, Maiden Castle, Gold Stick, Pondus, Akatu for um, Roger Varian. I think it concerns them, and I just wouldn't have a clue. Which one was going to win? Any of those will win. It's another race where they're all unexposed. Uh, and it's best just to watch it to see what happens. To gauge uh, our future um, information from watching these races tonight. Because I think these races sand down will be so informative for the future. So I don't think it'll be worth betting on them. If you're going to have a bet, just have a small stakes. Um, you know, fun bet sort of thing. Um, in the 840, um, I've got New Jazz. Um, to win uh, Dubravia uh, that'll challenge and Hala Lulu will also challenge um, and that Hala Lulu gets the Kieran Fallon Kieran Fallon the old Kieran Fallon name back in racing go on Kieran Fallon he's in the lead he's got it the old Fallon drive he's gonna win yes Kieran Fallon's back in racing oh we can't get better than this. So he's riding Halalulu. Uh, that's number six for William Haggis. Um, let's go for him each way. Because he's getting the £7 claim for a really good um, son of Kieran Fallon. Um, up and coming apprentice. Who's going to the stars the way he rides. Uh, just like his father. Right. Um, I think that's it. I did. Yes. Sorry. I did want to tell you about this um, race at Fairy House. Um, what is it, the 8.30 or is it the 8 o'clock? Search for a song in the 8.30. Um, I think Search for a Song and also number 9, Singer. Um, I think that'll be the forecast. They're both, I don't know why Singer's gone to 13 to 2 because it's highly, highly um, thought of at home. Uh, but this search of a song, um, you know, when Dermot Weld was talking about it, he says, you know, he repeated um, very, very good, very good, highly, highly. You know, when you repeat um, superlatives, that means it's good. So I do think they still need the run on the debut from Dermot Weld, you know, but they can be prepped um, first time. And I think this one would have been... Um, so I think it's best one he's got in his yard actually um, I think that's what he was saying when I um, read about it um, the stuff I get to read you know no, the public doesn't get to read it that's the thing um, you know we've got, we only it's certain um, you've got to buy certain publications to read this stuff or get it off other people uh, it's not readily available in the public so I think this singer as well is highly regarded. 
so I'd go for them one two and that would be that um, anything else um, <sighs> Sylvester D'Souza's riding at Lingfield he's probably um, I think it's a poor meeting the Lingfield on the turf to be honest with you as a lot of the favourites will probably win Sylvester D'Souza he'll probably win on the um, number th one mind the crack he'll probably win on this um, I I'm not sure about the Moor horse in the first uh, um, Sylvester his favourite on that I'm not sure about that one uh, I would I like that sea area um, Alad Beach I think he's a quite a decent jockey but he gets a £7 claim I would say that one or Gabriel Melune in Mistress Nelly I would go for those two in the the um, 2 o'clock um, well it's past 2 o'clock now so forget about it let's get this out goodbye I'll see you later with the podcast for the Derby and Oaks. Bye.